Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, The Deity of Jesus Christ. And in this message, the preacher will expound on the incredibly important topic of Jesus Christ being who he truly claimed to be. The foundation of our salvation is based on our belief in Jesus Christ as the only one who could ever make the payment for our sins. And thanks be to God that his son Jesus was who he said he was. And this week's lessons will prove that from the word of God. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Paul tells us in Philippians 2, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. We get to the book of Colossians. And when you read the book of Colossians, you see four chapters, the theme of which is the preeminence of Jesus Christ. Why so? Because in Colossians 1 verse 16, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Now, we live in this day and age where, you know, every sermon's supposed to solve one of my earthly problems. Let me suggest to you this morning, if you're a believer, if you're a believer here and you know Christ, please raise your hand. Please raise your hand. All right. Let me say this to you. When you keep this in perspective, the preeminence of Jesus Christ, that everything is by him, through him, to him, for him, and about him, and in the end for eternity with him. You know what it does to all of our problems in this life? It starts to shrink them, folks. I don't care what the problem is. In the end, if you get your eyes on him and realize that in the end it is all about him, and if you're saved here this morning, you are sealed and in him, and you're in the Father's hands, and you're in the Son's hand, and they are one, and you are safe in him, and in the end, you're going to end up in heaven with him for all eternity. It takes all those big, ugly, monster problems in our lives and shrinks them down to manageable size. Folks, I got to say it. The more I realize the magnitude of who he is, the more I realize how matchless his grace truly is, that he would condescend to even do business with me, much less save any one of us. And then on top of everything else, give us a part of the action. I, I, I'm working on this lesson we're doing on the uh, Bible character sketches. We're talking about the 12 apostles. Folks, you talk about... You could easily say in the beginning, uh, b before they really got, uh, before they really got on track and got their footing, you could really say it was the twelve stooges. Okay, just by way of example, Jesus has got them there at the Last Supper. Jesus got them there at the Last Supper, 
And he's talking about how somebody there is going to betray him. And while he's talking about that, you know what they're arguing about? Among other things. He's talking about being betrayed. He said, the hand of him that betrayeth me is at the table. They're arguing about who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom. (laughs) Uh, Folks, but when they got their eyes on him, it transformed them. Until it was said in the book of Acts, those that have turned the world upside down are come hither here also. Amen. Amen. I think in Isaiah chapter 7, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. God, what majesty, with what mystery, us, what mercy. And so we come back to our original text. And if you would turn there, please. Go back to 1 Timothy chapter 3. First Timothy chapter three. First Timothy chapter three. And first Timothy chapter three and verse sixteen. Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. God was manifest in the flesh. If you're saved here this morning, that's the one that lives inside of you today. Paul said in Colossians, Christ in you, the hope of glory. In 1 Corinthians 15, he's the last Adam. In 1 John chapter 2, he's the advocate. In Revelation 1, he's the almighty. In Revelation 1, he's also the alpha and the omega. In Revelation 3, he's the amen. In Genesis 16, he's the angel of Jehovah. In Psalm 2, he's the anointed. In Hebrews 3, he's our apostle. In Isaiah 51, he's the arm of the Lord. In Hebrews chapter 5, he's the author. In Revelation 22, he's the beginning and the end. In Revelation 3, he's the beginning of the creation of God. In Matthew chapter 12, he's the beloved. In Matthew chapter 3, he's the beloved son. In 1 Timothy 6, he's the blessed and only potentate. In Zechariah 6, he's the branch. In John 6, he's the bread. In Matthew 25, he's the bridegroom. In Revelation 22, he's the bright and morning star. In Hebrews 1, he's the brightness of the Father's glory. In Hebrews 2, he's the captain of our salvation. In Matthew 13, he's the carpenter. In 1 Peter chapter 2, he's the chief cornerstone. In the Song of Solomon, chapter 5, he's the chiefest among 10,000. In Isaiah 9, he's a child. In John 6, he's the Christ. In Luke chapter 9, he's the Christ of God. In Luke chapter 23, he's Christ the chosen of God. In Acts chapter 9, he's Christ the Son of God. You see what Colossians is talking about, him having the preeminence? In Luke chapter 2, he's a consolation of Israel. In Isaiah 9, he's a counselor. In Isaiah 42, he's a covenant. In Luke chapter 1, he's a day spring. In Romans chapter 11, he's a deliverer. In Haggai chapter 2, he's the desire of nations. In John 10, he's the door. In Isaiah 42, he's the elect. In Matthew chapter 1, he's Emmanuel. 
In Isaiah chapter 11, he's the ensign. In Isaiah 9, he's the everlasting father. In Revelation 19, he's the faithful and true witness. In Hebrews 12, he's the finisher of our faith. In Hebrews, or excuse me, in Revelation 1, he's the first and the last. In Hebrews 1, he's the first begotten. In Revelation 1, he's the first begotten of the dead. In Romans 8, he's the firstborn among the brethren. In Colossians chapter 1, he's the firstborn of every creature. In Hebrews 6, he's our forerunner. In 1 Corinthians 3, he's our foundation. In Zechariah 13, he's our fountain. In Proverbs 18, he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. In John 4, he's the gift of God. In James, he's the glory. In Luke 2, he's the glory of Israel. In Mark 2, he's God. In Matthew chapter 19, he's the good master. In Matthew chapter 2, he's the governor. In Revelation 19, he's the head. In Hebrews 1, he's the heir of all things. In Hebrews 3, he's our high priest. In Psalm 16, he's the holy one. In Colossians chapter 1, he's the hope of glory. In Luke 1, he's the horn of salvation. In John 8, he's the I am. In Hebrews 1, he's the image of God. In Matthew 1, he's Jesus. In John 18, he's Jesus of Nazareth. In Acts chapter 10, he's the judge of all. In Acts 7, he's the just one. In Luke 19, he's king. In Psalm 24, he's the king of glory. In Revelation 19, he's the king of kings. In Zechariah 14, he's king over all the earth. In Revelation chapter 5, he's the lamb. In John 1, he's the lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. In Isaiah 55, he's the leader. In John 14, he's the life. In John 1, he's the light. In Isaiah 16, he's light everlasting. In John 8, he's the light of the world. In Isaiah 42, he's the light of the Gentiles. Praise the Lord for that. In Revelation 5, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the living bread, the living stone. He's the Lord, according to Matthew chapter 22. He's the Lord from heaven, according to 1 Corinthians 15. He's the Lord of glory, according to 1 Corinthians 2. He's the Lord of hosts, according to Isaiah 44. He's the Lord of Sabaoth, Matthew chapter 12. He's the Lord of the living and the dead, Romans chapter 14. He's the Lord and Savior, Luke chapter 2. He's the Lord our righteousness in Romans chapter 5. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Deity of Jesus Christ by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael gave us biblically-based reasons why Jesus Christ was, in fact, who He claimed to be. He was the Son of God who had come to fulfill all prophecy and would lose His life as the final payment for our sin. Jesus Christ is the only person to ever walk the earth that can make the claims that He did. And receiving Him as our Savior is the only way we can enter into heaven. But if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. 
You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Our bookstore is also open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.